What is happening, you fucking beautiful bitches? It's fucking Tuesday, November 19th, which is just ridiculous to say that it's already fucking November. It's, yeah, that's what happens when you become an adult. Time goes by quickly, and you just get closer to death as the day goes on. You act like you're not excited, but you're really excited. It's like, oh no, it's almost all the end of the year. It's like one more or less fucking year that I have to fucking stay on this fucking piece of shit. But some good news. Um, obviously, if you're alive and own the internet, you know about the Jeffrey Epstein case and all of the fucking memes that have been going on. Well, it looks like it's doing at least something because two of the prison guards that were supposed to be guarding him the night of his suicide, I put that in quotations and say that as loosely as possible, his suicide have been arrested for uh, this lack, I think it was falsifying a report. I think they falsified a report saying that they checked on him when they hadn't. Yeah, it's, the guy's names are Tova Noel and Michael Thomas. So we have the whitest name ever. And then we have what sounds like to be someone that is an extra in Aladdin. But they have been arrested from the Manhattan jail. They turn themselves in, I guess, which is probably a good idea. Because they're probably going to be suicided next. They're going to get the old Epstein treatment where fucking Clinton comes in and cuts your fucking head off. But it's a something. And that's just letting everybody know that the internet is undefeated still. Never lost, never will, hasn't lost. You got a bunch of fucking rejects that are sharing Epstein memes, and it got enough coverage to where two people got actually arrested for it. Good enough for me, so far. I mean, it's better than anything else that's ever happened. Like, internet-wise. Like, that's the most. That, this is the most that the internet has ever done as a whole. It's actually working. Okay, so... Couple things that are going on in the worldwide of sports world, the wide world of sports. Sorry, I had a stroke. Don't worry about it. Conor McGregor and Cowboy Cerrone are gonna fight in January. We'll see if the old Irish rink has got it. If he can come back and fucking give the Cowboy something to think about, or is McGregor gonna get his fucking dick kicked in? I'm. I'm not sure. Both these guys are kind of old. Either one of them have a win in the last 10 fucking years. But it'll be cool to see just because now McGregor's back. He'll make fucking 10 mil. Good for Donald Cerrone, though. He fights everyone. And he's going to get paid a little bit today for this fight. So get him some money. That'll work. Oh, it's good for him. Uh, Baylor blew a 28 to three lead over Oklahoma. So just queue up all the Falcons jokes. They're never going to lose that. Okay. We're going to go over last week's football games and then we will go over a couple other shit. Okay. Okay. Hang on a second. Where is it at? Where is it at? Where is it at? Okay. Here we go. Week 11 of the NFL football. Thursday night started out with the Steelers and the Browns. We went over the fight on Friday, so I won't get back into that because if you watch ESPN, that's all you've been seeing the last couple days. So you get it. Miles Garrett popped him in the head. He went fucking straight goddamn Rochambeau. 
fucking whack-a-mole. Hit Rudolph right in the fucking head, suspended for the year. <clears throat> the Broncos and the Vikings. This was a fucking a stunner in both ways. Broncos come out to a 20 to nothing lead at halftime. No team in the last 99 games has come back from 20 to, down 20 at halftime. What did the Vikings do? They come out and score four fucking touchdowns in four possessions and go up 27 to 23 and win this motherfucker. Kirk Cousins with three tutties, 330 yards. Rudolph scored. Diggs had a long touchdown. Fucking Cook had a touchdown. It was like Oprah in this bitch in the second half. The first half, the Vikings had like 46 yards. Second half, it was Oprah. Does Anna, you get a touchdown. You get a touchdown. You get a touchdown. The Vikings win. They hold on to the number six seed in the NFC for the playoffs. Cowboys-Lions. Dak goes off and throws 440 yards. People think he's elite. He's not. The Cowboys won 35-27. to 27. But how are the Jeff, Jeff Driscoll-Lions scoring 27 points against the fucking Cowboys? This Cowboys team that's supposed to be a Super Bowl team can't sell a backup quarterback for a team that's not good? I don't know. You did the fucking math, but Cowboys are trash. Jaguars, Colts. Colts are back, baby. Jacoby Brissett comes back, drops 33. Nick Foles came back for his first game in forever. Didn't look very good. 33 to, 33 to 13, the Colts win. The Bills, Dolphins. The Bills go ahead and drop 37 on the Dolphins. That gave up. The Dolphins scored 20 points. The Dolphins should not score 20 points against the Bills. The Patriots only scored 16 against the Bills. But you let the Dolphins score 20? I I don't get it. But they did win by over 13 points, so it doesn't really matter. They blew them out of the water. I don't get it. Dolphins blown out of the water. Saints, Bucks. Saints win 34 to 17. That's the game that I bet on. They covered. Yeah, Drew Brees and the Saints are looking good. I when that score was when that spread was only five and a half. After the Saints got absolutely annihilated last week, what are you doing? They're going to cover that in their sleep. Breeze came out pissed off, and they threw a fucking gang of touchdowns. Ted Ginn got on the board. Jameis Winston threw a couple picks. What else is new? The Jets and the Redskins. Everybody, I could not wait for this game. This was the game of the week. The Jets and the Redskins? I mean, come on. That is what we're looking for. That is what I'm looking for in entertainment. I am looking for two bad teams to just beat the shit out of each other. Check that. That is entertainment, boys. Falcons, Panthers. The Falcons are looking like the team that we thought they were. They are who we thought they were. But it's a little too late for them. I think they have three wins now after blowing out two division rivals back-to-back weeks. But that's the team that we thought they were going to be. They're not. But it's looking way better now than it was before. They were really bad at the end of the year. And so if you got any fancy players on the Falcons, just keep them. But I don't know why you would have gotten rid of them, but do that. Texans, Ravens. Holy shit, the Ravens are for real. Lamar Jackson is slowly becoming the MVP favorite. Um, Texans, I thought were a good team, but I guess the Ravens are that much better. Um, that play, that game had one of the worst non-calls ever. DeAndre Hopkins got tackled in the end zone. 
like while the ball was in the air. And then they challenge it and they keep the call, the no call on the field, which I don't. Why are they even going to challenge it? Like, let them challenge it. They're not going to return anything. You're making everybody feel stupid. Like, we don't know what a fucking pass interference is. When the guy gets tackled with the balls in the air, that's pass interference every goddamn day. Here is uh, Cardinals Niners. If you bet the spread on this, fucking rip. If you bet the spread on Monday, you won. If you bet the, hey, sorry. If you bet the spread for the Cardinals on Monday, you won. If you bet the spread for the Niners, obviously didn't. But if you bet the spread right before the game, right before the game, the spread was 10 points. Niners down by three. Score touchdown with about 30 seconds left. Go by four. Cardinals get the ball back. It's going to take a miracle. No field goal is necessary. We just got to get in the end zone, right? So they pass it. They start doing that lateral toss. He fucking fucky fuck back and forth. And the Niners pick up the fumble and score a fucking touchdown to go up by 10. So RIP if you bet the spread on that game right before game time. Because if you had the Niners, you're going ecstatic because at least you got to push. You didn't lose anything. But if you had the Cardinals, you look, you were looking real smart for a second. Until the Cardinals did the Cardinals shit and lost the game by even more points. So, fucking RIP to anybody on that side of the spectrum. Bengals, Raiders. Raiders win 17 to 10. Not much to say about this game. It was fucking super boring. And it was the Bengals and the Raiders. So, unless you're a Raiders fan, I don't. you still probably didn't enjoy watching that game. I mean, every, every win is important, but that was just pathetic. It was just dumb to watch. Patriots-Eagles, another one. This game was not exciting at all. 17-10 to 10 Patriots win. Um, Philly's got to win out. Philly's got to win out to have a chance to win that division because they're not going to win a wild card seed. The playoffs are pretty much set in the NFC other than the NFC East. Certain teams can win divisions. Like... Minnesota and the Packers are still pretty close. The Packers have a half-game lead. They play this week. The Vikings have a bye. Um, Saints, they're going to win that division. Niners. Niners and the Seahawks, another team, another couple teams that are close, and they're jockeying for, for position. Saints, the Seahawks have a good chance. Not a good chance, but they, do have, they have a fighting chance to win that division still. Um, but if the, it's either going to be the Packers in the north or the Vikings in the north. Saints have won the South. Then the West is Seahawks or the Niners. That's no other team has a chance. I guess the Rams mathematically have a chance, but they don't. But NFC East is just a bag of dicks where five wins right now and you're in first place in your division. I what the Cowboys have? Five wins or six wins? Whatever. They don't have a lot of wins. And the Eagles have a chance to go beat them, but. In, that, in the East right now, it's either you win the division or you don't make the playoffs at all. Because the East is garbage. And then the Bears and the Rams. Oh, my God, Panero. You are just... I wish I could send Panero a fucking... A, a bag of M&Ms. I don't know. Some Skittles. Some snow caps, perhaps. Maybe get him a snow cone. Because he is just making my day every fucking time the Bears play. And they miss field goals like it's their fucking job. It's just fucking so fantastic that the team, that everybody had win in the North this year, 
is now like a four-win team. I don't know how many wins they have. I think they have four. Oh, it's just fan-fucking-tastic. And then last night, last night, you have the Chiefs and the Chargers playing in fucking Mexico. Still don't understand why it's the thing. I mean, I get it. We want to have more fans. Yeah, well, don't. why are you taking them to go to Mexico? People get their fucking heads cut off there. Build the wall, but let them play in Mexico. I don't get it. You got to have one or the other. But Philip Rivers had a chance to tie the game late, and he throws a pick because that's what Philip Rivers does. He has 14 interceptions this year and has played in 11 games. Not really good at math, but I'm, I don't think that's a good ratio. One, more than one a game is not a good ratio. Uh, Chiefs are in sole position of first place in the AFC West. Chargers are now in third, and the Raiders are a game and a half back with the Broncos in the dumpster of that division, which makes no sense. The Broncos have, like, the fourth-best defense in the National Football League. Okay, okay, week 12, week 12. The Thursday night football game. These are always hard to pick. These are hard to pick because there's always some team that doesn't play as good as they should and it just leaves the door open for the other team. Colts at the Texans. Colts are getting three and a half points on the road. I think the Texans are going to be out for blood. They got embarrassed last week. I will take the Texans to cover with three and a half. Buccaneers at the Falcons. Falcons, four and a half point favorites. Give me the Bucks with four and a half on the road. I know I just said that this is the Falcons team that we thought, but the Bucks will come out. The Bucks have got to win a football game sooner or later. Like it's just statistically impossible for them to keep losing every fucking game. Like, yeah, it just makes no sense. Broncos, Bills. Buffalo's a four point favorite at home. Oh, that that out. I think the Bron- yeah, the Bills probably will cover that. The Broncos have just got to be sick. They had the game. The Vikings had them a 20-point lead with a bow on it, and they fucking blew it. A young quarterback, that's going to be hard for him to get over. The Bills' defense is good. Yeah, the Bills will cover four. Giants at the Bears. This is another one. This is just a trash game. Bears are six-point favorites. I think the Bears win. I don't think they cover six, though. Take the Giants plus six. Steelers at the Bengals. Steelers are Okay, bruh. yeah, Steelers and the Bengals. Steelers, Steelers are six and a half point favorites. They probably, you know, they will definitely beat the fucking Bengals by over a touchdown. Probably by 10. I'd probably take this if it was nine and a half. Dolphins at the Brownies. Browns are 10 and a half point favorites. That's a lot of points to give to a team that has four fucking wins. I get the Dolphins. It seems like they're trying to lose up until recently. They've been playing pretty well. I don't know if the players have just kind of said, well, hey, we don't give a fuck what the coach says. He's going to be our coach next year anyways. Let's score some fucking points. <laughs> Panthers at the Saints. Saints are nine and a half point favorites. And that's a division game. The Panthers haven't been playing terrible. I mean, they did this week. But I don't think the Saints covered nine and a half. Give me the Panthers plus the points. Saints will win. The Panthers are going to cover nine and a half. Raiders at the Jets. The Jets are getting three points at home. And I think they're going to need more than that. Raiders will cover that. Minus three. Take the Raiders. Lions at the Redskins. I don't know if Matt Stafford will be back. They do have a spread on this. So they must know something that I don't. It is the Lions. Three and a half point favorites. I think they smash the Redskins regardless of who starts the quarterback. 
Lions will beat the Redskins by more than three and a half. Titans, Jaguars. Titans are three-point favorites, and I don't understand why. Jaguars' defense is better. They have better quarterback. Running backs are about the same. Yeah, give me the Jaguars plus three points on the road. Yeah, that's, yeah, that is, I don't understand that one at all. Okay, Cowboys at the Patriots. This game is going to be a fucking blowout. I don't care how many points they give the Cowboys, you take the Patriots. Right now it's six and a half. Patriots will win by more than a touchdown. That's going to be cold as fucking Foxborough. The Cowboys aren't fucking good. They can't run the ball, even though they pay their fucking running back $90 billion. Okay, and then the Sunday night game got flexed. It was right now. That's why this time of the year is fucking awesome. Because they don't schedule night games anymore, except for the Monday night games. But the Sunday night games, they're not scheduled. They just pick whatever game of the week's going to be the better one and flex that in. And this week, it's the Packers at the Niners. Packers are getting three on the road. From what I've heard, the Packers don't play well in San Francisco for some reason, but this game's not in San Francisco. I don't know why that would be a thing. Aaron Rodgers is from Northern California. I'm not going to buy into that. Anytime you give me points and Aaron Rodgers, I'm taking that. I'm going to take Aaron Rodgers in the points. Packers will beat the Niners straight up regardless, and they won't lose by more than three. And then the Monday night game, God, this game should be good. I mean, it should have been good, but it's not going to be. The Ravens and the Rams. Ravens are three-point favorites on the road, and I don't see them slowing down anytime soon. Uh, I don't think this is really a kind of thing that Aaron Donald's going to be able to really affect. He is a stud, but he only plays so many. He only plays one position on the line, and all we have to really do is slow him down for a half second, and Lamar Jackson is fast enough to bring and run away from him. So yeah, give, yeah, the Ravens will win that game outright also, but they're three-point favorites, and I think that will cover three. Okay, that is Week 11 recap and Week 12 predictions. A couple other things we got for you, boys. Today is the 41st anniversary of the miracle in the Meadowlands when fucking Herm Edwards picked up the fumble and took it all the way to the house for the game-winning touchdown. So, on that note, we're going to go over some of the most iconic plays and sports. I didn't really have a lot of time to plan this list, so if I missed anything, suck a dick. I don't fucking care. Go fuck yourself. So, now that we're on the topic of Miracle in the Meadowlands, the Miracle in the Meadowlands 2. This, I didn't watch the, I've, I've never watched another play of the original Miracle in the Meadowlands other than that play. I watched the entire game when Michael Vick was down like, I think it was like 13 to 34 or something. And they came all the way back and tied it. Or they came all the way back. Yeah, they came all the way back and tied it. The Giants punted. Deshaun Jackson fumbles the, the punt, picks it up, and takes it all the way back for a game-winning touchdown with no time left. It was just, that was just unreal to watch in real time. Um, the Music City Miracle. This was the AFC Championship or the AFC Divisional game in 99, I think. Rant, uh, Bills at the Titans. Bills are up. All they got to do is t- get them down. Get them down and it's over. And the fucking Titans have one of the most confident... Con- <sighs> the Bills fucking... La- or the Titans pick it up. 
lateral across the field and go all the way to the end zone. Hang on a second, sorry. I'm fucking, I'm in a car. Yeah, I just missed my turn. So yeah, Titans pick it up, lateral across the field, run all the way down, score a touchdown. They go on to lose the Super Bowl that year. Everybody's always said it's a forward pass. I don't think it was a forward pass. It looked like a lateral to me. Hang on a second. I'm going to take a quick, quick, quick break here. Sorry about that. Had to go up into a gate. But, yeah, so the play, I'm, I believe that they called it. What was it called? What was the play called? There was a fucking a cool little name for it. Reindeer Games, I think. Or is like home run throwback. And it's one of the most controversial calls in all the sports because it looks like the ball goes forward from one angle, from another angle, it goes right along the line. And I don't know, you, you've all seen it. You fucking tell me. Okay, one of the biggest ones I think that a lot of people seem to forget just because of the, the game wasn't very, like it wasn't a playoff game, it was a baseball regular season game, was the Mike Piazza home run after 9-11. I think it was the first game back after 9-11 happened. Obviously, Piazza was on the Mets, and does Jack's a homer. The reason that's iconic is because, obviously, 9-11, and it was one of the first sports sporting events after 9-11, and it kind of let everybody be happy again. Like, okay, we're not, we don't have to be sad forever. We're allowed to enjoy sports. We're allowed to be happy. And it kind of just, everybody's able to put their guard down again for a little bit. Okay, another one. This isn't a single play, but I guess a sporting moment. The Red Sox come down 0-3 against the motherfucking Yankees. Yankees are up 3-0 in the 0-4 playoffs, and the Red Sox come back win four straight, and go on to win their first World Series in 86 fucking years. Let's go. That was great. That was Johnny Damon and fucking Big Poppy. Schindling's bloody sock. Okay, my favorite one, the Minnesota Miracle. When Stefan fucking Diggs goes up, catches and goes all the way down to the end zone to beat the Saints and move on to the NFC Championship game where they then got the shit kicked out of them by the Eagles, but we don't worry about that. Another NFL one, the helmet catch by David Tyree in the Super Bowl against the undefeated Patriots. Everybody remembers that Patriots team. They had fucking Randy Moss. They had Tom Brady. They had broken every record at the time. And then they lose to the Giants in the Super Bowl. Um, the kick six, Auburn versus Alabama, Iron Bowl. The Alabama Crimson Tide are going to try to win it with a field goal. 50-plus yard kick. They kick it, goes short. Chris Harris catches it or turns it all the way down the fucking sidelines for a touchdown and the win where they would go on to play the national championship game and lose to Florida State. Oh, for fuck's sake, I'm going to take one more quick little break. So yeah, David Tyree goes up, catches the ball, 
rest history. Patriots do not win the Super Bowl. They do not have a perfect season. The perfect season is still the only team to do it is the motherfucking Dolphins. I believe it was 1974. Okay, a couple more. The Immaculate Reception. Steelers. Franco Harris catches it off someone's fucking head. Takes it in for a touchdown. Game over. And one of the most iconic of all times, even though none of us were ever allowed to see it. That fat fuck for the New York fucking Yankees, Babe Ruth. Points to the deep center field with two outs and two strikes. Oh, he's calling his shot, you fat fuck. You wouldn't get a single base hit in today's MLB. But everybody likes it. Everybody's about it. Whatever. The Sandlot made a whole fucking movie about it. That's cool. Sandlot's the best fucking sports movie ever made. That's a good list. We'll do that some other time. Okay, that's about it for sports. I do have one thing that I want to go over. What is people's reasoning for getting kegs instead of getting a 30-pack? Or, like, 30 packs? Obviously, one keg is better than a 30-pack. But let's go over the price. So, a 5-gallon keg of Bud Light or Coors Light. I know they have kegs in 5 gallons. Shut the fuck up and let me finish. Let me get the price of that. I, well, I know the half keg is like $89.99. A half keg has 53.5 beers in it. I'm pretty sure I can get two thirties for less than $60. Plus the fucking ice and shit you have to buy. Plus the bucket. Plus the tap. Now, a full keg. A full keg of Bud Light. 15 and a half gallons. Is $145.99. I don't know. Anybody a mathematician can tell me how many ounces is in that? How many ounces are in 100? What did I say? No, that's not right. 15.5 15.5 gallons. 1,984 ounces in a keg. Now, let's divide that. 1,984 divided by 12. It's 165 beers. Divide that by 30. That's five 30 packs. A 30 pack's what? 20 bucks? 20 times 5 is $100. So you're spending 44 extra dollars. Not including how much you have to pay for the tap. Not including the ice or the bucket. For the same amount of beer. I don't understand it. If you have one of those kegerator things, that would be cool. Hang on a second. I got someone walking up to my door right now. Okay, sorry about that. I fucking hate how people think that just because I'm at work, I have to fucking do something. No, let me sit here in the truck, you son of a bitch. No, I'm just kidding. I have to unload trucks and shit. Okay, back to the keg canned beer thing. But Ben, you can do keg stands. Okay, sure. Unless you can do a fucking handstand by yourself and drink beer. Don't ask me to hold your fucking fat body up, you fucking slob. 
Oh, yeah, let me have you to slobber all over the one hose we have, bringing beer for the whole party. Wow, I break my back trying to hold up your 240-pound body of just fucking flop and fat and fucking waste. You know what you can't do with a keg is shotgun beers. That's a lot easier and a lot more fun to do than a keg stand. I know there's nothing more that I like is to put my mouth over a fucking hose a pressurized tube of beer after someone else just fucking did it. Because everybody knows the human mouth is the cleanest organ in the body. That's the cleanest part is the human mouth. Everybody knows that. That's why whenever you get a cut, they tell you to lick it or spit on it. No, no one fucking says that. It's gross. Now, I get it if you have one of those like pressurized kegerators and you get a keg and you just keep it at the house. And then that's how you get your beer. Those are awesome. If you have like a tap, like in like, or like you feel like, like you like arrange a fridge and you cut a hole in it to where it's got a tap coming out of the side. That's awesome. Or if you get like a nice kind of beer, like if someone's like, oh dude, I got this pony keg of fucking some sweet IPA. Okay, nice. You drink that because you're not going to do keg stands out of it. That's cool to have at a party because it tastes better out of a tap when it's got that much hops in it. But I hate that argument. Oh, boy, boy, I have a tap. It's better. No, it's not. You can't tell the fucking difference. You cannot tell the difference. I'll get you a, I've, I've gotten kegs of Natty. And people are like, oh, this Bud Light tastes better than normal. I'm like, no, it doesn't. It's because it's Natty. This tastes different. You just weren't expecting it. We just told you it was fucking Bud Light. You fuck. I'm going to get someone a keg of Four Loco. Tell them it's fucking Mad Dog 2020 and watch everybody die. Oh, anybody out there, if you know how to get me a pre-2007 Four Loco, I will pay heavily for that. Nothing more that I like chugging two two fucking Red Bulls and 13% malt liquor. That puts fucking lead in your pencil, bud. But yeah, if you're going to a party and you're... Like, I'm still... I don't understand how keg people stay in business. We're going to get a keg. Why? So you have to buy extra shit. It's like I get like, yeah, I'm have a kegger. It's it looks cooler. You show up to a house, he's got a keg. You're like, damn, these dudes are not fucking around. They got a goddamn keg. Like you think that way more than if you walk into a fucking party that has like five thirty racks. Like five thirty racks. Like you're like, oh, cool. That's not that many beers. And then you're like, oh, shit. It's a lot of beer. It's the same thing as if, like, if you hired a, a bartender. I guess that's not the same thing. Because the bartender's there to make the drink, so you don't have to fuck with it. Can someone explain to me why whenever they get a bartender, though, it's always the worst types of alcohol? Like, I'm not going to complain over a free bar. Ever. But I will complain over your choice of what you're having them serve. Okay, today we have Seagram 7 and Cherry Tequila. Like, why did you choose those? I'm not not mad about a Seagram 7, but that's a lot of sugar. Like, what kind of vodka do they have? Oh, this is called fucking Tennessee Pete's Vodka. It'll burn your skin. Don't touch it. Do you guys, like, have just, like, regular tequila? No, we only have this flavored tequila. It tastes like lime and fucking pineapples. So we can't do shots of it. It's sugar and it's going to stick to my fucking face. Is that what the lid looks like? 
you got from the bottom of the ocean. And it's just calcified with fucking tequila sugar. Yeah, no fucking, no thank you. Again, my favorite beer is a cheap, or is a free cold one. Cold and free. Best kinds of beers. But I just don't. I've never understood. Like, someone's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get a bottle of Jack for the party. And then they show up and it's Jack Honey. Like, why the fuck would you get Jack Honey? Does someone have a cold? Are you going to put in some tea? Oh, yeah, check it out. I got a bottle of Jim Beam. But it's cherry Jim Beam. You're fucking disgusting. Be an adult. The only flavored whiskey you're allowed to take is the fucking, the cinnamon kind. Because it's, it actually doesn't taste terrible when it's fucking really cold. It's not as thick as the, the uh, fucking, what is it? The honey. The honey one tastes like syrup. I've never understood how people drink that. I know some of that's his favorite drink overall. is Tennessee Jack or Honey Jack. Are you a five-year-old that can't hold your whiskey? Or Crown Apple? Who the fuck made Crown Apple? You understand? How did you fucking figure out how to fuck up Crown? Hey, you guys know how there's this Crown Apple that's delicious, and it's or there's, there's this Crown Royal that's great. It goes good with everything, mixed with some soda or some uh, some ginger ale. Yeah, well, I'm gonna make it taste like a fucking Jolly Rancher got spit into it. Like, um, no. Why did you do that? Oh, this one tastes like maple. This one's like maple syrup, because we're fucking Canadian whiskeys. No, you're a sick fuck who you get kicked in the nuts and lit on fire. I'm going to treat you like a fucking Al-Qaeda prison. Prisoner. Fucking goddamn it. If you're going to put flavor in something, you do it to vodka. Because it doesn't really overpower it. It already tastes shitty. The only reason you drink vodka is so you can mix it with stuff and not really taste the vodka. Like, if you get vanilla vodka and Coke, that's fantastic. But if you get vanilla whiskey and Coke, that is appalling. I'm about as, I'm as, oh my God, I'm as as appalled when I see a cherry whiskey as I am when I see a fucking, when a social justice warrior sees someone call a tranny a tranny. Are you transphobic? Do you work for South Park? Do you hate women? No, I hate you because you're fucking stupid and you're looking for reasons to be sad. No, I'm not. I just want everybody to be treated equally. Well, we're not equal. Go fuck yourself, you fat cunt. Did he call her fat? You're a fatophobic and you don't respect people. You're right. I don't respect you. And it's not because you're fat. It's because you fucking, because you're a dumb fat bitch. And that's not, just calling someone a dumb fat bitch is making him a fucking woman. I get it. He hates women. No, I hate stupid people. Not that women are stupid, but you're stupid and you happen to be a woman. So I hate you. They're, I hate men too. I hate some of those fucking idiots. Most of them. I have enough friends. I've gone over this before. Anyways, Thanksgiving's next week. How the fuck did that happen? I feel like it was a summer three days ago. Now I'm wearing a jacket to work every day. I live in a warmer climate. It's weird in the winter. Because when the sun's down, or if it's got a little breeze, it's kind of cold. 
once the sun comes up and the breeze goes away, it's hot again. Like, not hot like the summer hot, but hot enough to where if you're outside working, you'll almost sweat your ass off by not really doing that much. Just moving around outside, you start sweating. But I'll tell you what, it's better than fucking cold. The cold is the absolute worst because once you get wet, you're dead. You will die of hypothermia. I will call and tell your parents. I will speak at your funeral because you are dead. Can anybody tell me why certain beers are only sold in certain parts of the countries? Like, I get it. Like, if it's like a local craft beer and they only want it sold in one spot, that's fine. Like, it's only like Kilt Lifter. Only in Arizona. Like, that'd be cool. Even though I know Kilt Lifter's not. It's everywhere. But that makes sense. Like, Yingling. Why the fuck could I not get a Yingling in California? Or Texas? Or Arizona? Oh, it's an East Coast beer. Fuck you. It's a lager. It's not even that fucking special. I just, I'm pissed that I can't have it. Or Bush Light. Which is better than Bud Light. Why can I not get a Bush Light in California? Why is it only a Midwest thing? Now that goddamn you betcha fuck has started, made this popular. Everybody wants to drink Bush Light now. Or, sorry, a Bush Latte. Like they just heard that Bush Light was a thing. No, it's better. It's been better. Everybody's known this. But no, because they're not in the Midwest and we don't have 15 feet of snow. And don't say oh or ah after every fucking word. Oh, don't you know, Matt? Yeah, no. Fuck you, fuck the snow, and fuck corn. You goddamn miswet Midwestern pricks. What do you guys, what happens there? You guys have college football and like whitetail hunting. Which now that, I, now that I think about it, that is enough for me. I am moving to the Midwest. Woo! Bush light, college football, whitetail hunt. And if I was in the Midwest, I go to Vikings games a little bit easier. Everything's closer there. Not not closer, obviously, but it's a lot closer than California. California. But the weather in the California, in the California, like it's a country. The weather in California is always fucking perfect as long as you live in the right spots, which is not where I live. Where I live, the air quality is terrible. And I'm going to get emphysema and die pretty soon. I can't fucking wait. Okay, I might do another podcast this week coming up. I don't know. Depends on if anything exciting happens in the world. Uh, Trump is still trying to be impeached. I have not watched any of it because I don't give a fuck. Impeached or not, he's the president. So he's, oh, look at this fucking clown smoking cigarettes with your kids in the car. Okay, I see how it is. With the windows up, you fucking cocksucker motherfucker. Yeah, don't look at me. Yeah, why don't you put your cigarette fuck? He didn't. He rolled his window up and just drove away. Uh oh. I again back to the bumper stickers. Praise the Lord bumper sticker. All I want to do now is come rip that off and fucking stick it to your tits. It's not because it's a bad sticker. It's not because you have nice tits. It's just because you pissed me off. I still remember there was a fucking car that was a it was a Dodge Avenger, and it had all the Avenger stickers on it. Oh my god. I don't know why that pissed me off so much. Enough to where I leaned out of the car and yelled, Where the fuck do you get off? Which I feel is an honest question. Look, guys, get it? Guys, get it? Guys, guys, 
guys, guys, guys. Hey, guys, look. Avengers on an Avenger. Oh, fuck yourself. I remember that did vividly. Saw that, played basketball, got drunk. I was in Tucson, Arizona. Another bitch. What are you, is that an incense? Bitches are, that incense burning in cars. Are you asking for it? You were trying to die. You were looking to get fucked up. You fucking fat cow with your fucking red hair. Dude, get a fucking life. I don't know how that dude fit in his fucking car. I don't know how interesting this is going to be, not be able to see what I'm seeing right now, but this is just a bunch of fucking... It's like someone called up the ugly convention and it's just driving by me in traffic right now. I've got just the fattest dude in the world in a fucking Toyota Camry. He looks like he's a fucking one false artery away from having no feet. Looking like Scout Mal- Scott Malkinson's dad. Is that where you got the... Do- she is, that bitch is fucking a little alien incense. Your dreads going to catch on fire, bitch. You're going to catch your dreads on fire and your Hyundai Accord. Or Hyundai Accent, sorry. Got to be brand loyal. Got to get the car right. That way when they listen to this, they know that they're a fucking moron. Okay, that's it for today. Um, hope you guys all have a good day. And, yeah, other than that, uh, suck a dick. Hope you guys drink a lot of cold beers. Hopefully you guys are better at your job than Philip Rivers is at his. And, yeah, suck a dick. We out.